All right. Well, uh, welcome to the pod. Yeah. What up, everyone? Uh, it's your it's your girl Marissa A. Ross, and it's your boy. Uh, I don't like doing that. It's your it's the man. It's Adam. Yeah. The it's, man. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Also, I'm a woman. <laughs> uh, I've just been socialized to call myself a girl. Yeah. Um, so here we are in an air-conditioned house, Marissa. Yeah. Um, everyone, welcome back to my house. I now have AC. It's delightful. She's fully clothed. I'm fully clothed, everyone. Don't worry. Yeah, you can calm down. Yeah, you don't have to send me any emails about how um, I don't have tits. I know. I've known that for <laughs> a really... send you that? Yeah, man. Hey, Marissa, did you know you're no, very no, no. flat-chested? Hey, no, like, hey, uh, just a quick request. Uh, can you please put on a shirt? No one wants to see a six-year-old boy chest. And I was like, quick request. Suck my dick. Yeah. No, hey, I, you ever heard of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee? I'm like, yes, that's what my neighbors used to call me. Oh, really? Or Raisins on a Breadboard was Ooh, a good one. I never one. heard that one. Yeah, no. that was a fun one. Um, I used to put pillows all around my body because I'm a stomach sleeper. Um, so I used to put pillows all around my body in junior high, thinking yeah. that if I stopped sleeping on my stomach, my boobs would grow. Oh, like and gravity would he, pull them down? No, no, no. Like that. Like if I slept on my back, they would have room to grow. Oh, oh, oh. Because oh, I was oh. sleeping on my stomach. I was like, it must be. Yeah, that's the, exactly what it is. The, it, like I, I don't have boobs. Because it sounds I, like you know medicine very well. I do. I'm a doctor. <laughs> so I'm extremely qualified to talk about the benefits of natural wine. I'm teasing. I'm, it's all anecdotal. Um, um, so... Although I do, I can say that sleeping on your back or on your stomach, it doesn't matter. Your boobs are just boobs. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's more of like a hormonal genetic thing. Yeah, it just sucks because like everyone else has boobs. Whatever, it's fine. I'm, I'm like super happy. We can cut all this out. The yeah. point is, I love my tits now. So <laughs> fuck you, people that send me emails about my tits. They're great. Anyways, uh, you know what else is great? This Kendelli wine. Yeah, we're drinking. I, you know, you. We have prejudices. And sometimes those prejudices get in the way of enjoyment of things. And one of my prejudices, I would say, is typically I d- would never consider drinking New Zealand wines. Typically. Well, I also think, too, that there hasn't been a lot of New Zealand natural wines available to us. Correct. And for anybody out there who's like, well, obviously Adam's never had wines from the central Otago. I have had a lot of wine from central Otago. Hey, PSA. Um, Adam is a sommelier. <laughs> All right. He had to take tests and like blind that shit. Like he knows a lot. Also for everybody's like, well, you just think it's Cloudy Bay and Marlboro. Oyster Bay. Yeah. And Marlboro Chardonnay or uh, Sauvignon, Sauvignon Blanc. Blanc. No, I understand that it's more dynamic. I'm just saying in general, I had a prejudice towards it because, you know, I don't know. It just it just developed over time, and this wine has absolutely destroyed any prejudice I have towards it. Yeah, so I'm really excited to have um, the Candelli wines. Um, I wrote about them on my Instagram a couple weeks ago after being at the Percy tasting, and I was totally taken aback by them. Um, so today we're, and I'll, I'll come back to that, but today we are drinking the um, the Verano uh, 2017 uh, Rosé. Um, and it's fucking delicious. And something that I really love about their wine, so I hadn't had this one at the tasting, but I did have the Bianco in the Otono and also the, hold on, I'm looking through my notes, the Tinto. Um, and what I really, really like about them, and this rosé fits into it too, is that there's such a cohesiveness between all of the wines, like regardless if it's like the rosés, the whites, or the red, there's such a bright um, rose quality to them to me, like on the nose. Yeah, like very just, floral. 
it's like it's like a rose garden in every single one, um, regardless of anything. And it, it's um, really interesting to me because they don't smell the same at all, but there's just this, it, they're just very aromatic. And um, Josh, who, um, Josh Eubank, who does Percy Select, Percy selections. He told me though at the tasting, and I can't say if it's true for this particular for the Verano that we're drinking right now, or however you pronounce it. But um, the winemaker um, Alex, he macerates uh, the most aromatic um, varieties because he does blends, so he macerates those longer, so the aromatics come through. I love it. It's great. And this wine is a lot of different things: it's Sauvignon Blanc, Riesling, Pinot Gris, Chardonnay, Gewürztraminer, Pinot Noir, and Syrah. It's almost like, I, I mean, I would almost call this like a skin contact over a rosé. Yeah, I, I was going to say. Because it's I, pretty fucking orange. I had a wine the other day on my birthday. Um, oh, yeah, happy birthday again. Thank you. And um, we we ordered it, and I, I posted a picture of my wife, whatever, with the wine on Instagram, and somebody was like, drinking red wine, I see. And the funny thing is the wine I was drinking was 40% Sauvignon Blanc. Now, yes, yeah, 60% of it was red variety, but there was 40% uh, Sauvignon Blanc in that wine. Yeah. Which makes me kind of like, uh, it makes me like, why, like this whole red wine, white wine thing, like how much white wine needs to, or how many white variety or white grapes need to be in the wine in order for it to be called white wine? How much red grapes? So like we're drinking this wine, we call it rosé because that's what it looks like to us. But well, like you said, no, I mean, we called it rosé because it says rosé on the bottle, but you know, uh, it's a... Uh, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Uh, it's 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 definitely orange in color, even yeah. though it's called a rosé, and like it is more white varietals than red varieties. Um, but I think we're just sort of in this new age in natural wine where it doesn't matter. Yeah, let's like stop the color, putting labels like on the it. The color doesn't really matter anymore. I mean, I think that it's important still for for the consumer to be able to categorize things in order to understand and like help develop their own palates and, 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 um, you know, and uh, form opinions and like be able to organize those things. But I think that we're just moving yeah. away from red versus white versus rose versus skin contact. It's more, you know, it's, it's a just spectrum fluid. like sexuality. Exactly. It's fluid. Yeah. It's fluid. Yeah. It's a Kinsey, it's, it's a Kinsey scale. It's also actually fluid. Yeah. It is fluid, fluid. <laughs> Oh man! Clever, clever. Yeah, no, I agree. It's like, is this? This is like a. This is like a, a, a five on the Kinsey wine scale of red, as opposed to like it's not just like these yeah. simple ways of looking at things that are just black and white. This is it's it's or it's red and white. It's complex. It's yeah. And so, just so you know, I mean, the color of this is like a beautiful, vibrant, like a like fiery coral orange, more on the orange side. Smells like. It smells like orange rinds, like uh, like by a saltwater pool with um, with roses again. Like there's definitely roses in there, and like a little bit of like um, like maybe Earl Grey tea. It smells like it smells like uh, sw like swimming at a public pool in the summer. Yeah, but in a good way. Yeah, like well, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not all public pools are good ways. <laughs> oh, I get. I, I'm like, have you ever been to Raging Waters? <laughs> That's not a yes, no. <laughs> Not Raging Waters. I'm talking about like your local Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Or like that. For me, it was the country club because I'm super fucking privileged. Yeah. Um, but it, it tastes amazing. Like it's it um it's really light on the front, but I think it has a really nice um, um smoky finish. Yeah, it's really beautiful wine. It really really stunning. So last week we were talking about how to store wine, which is so funny because real quick a little anecdotal thing. 
um, right after that happened, after we recorded that podcast, I have this ma- like double magnum of Josh wine that was that I use as a door stopper because they said it's a literal door stop. It's a literal door stopper. I've never opened it, and I only have it because um, I used to have a web series called Wine Time, and my old boss Mindy Kaling was on it. And Josh Winery sent it to Mindy with a note that said, "Congratulations, Mindy, on your new web series, Wine Time." And then I was like, "Well, that's that's my show." So, um, and good uh, research on their yeah, part. Yeah, so so I kept the wine, and now I just use it as a doorstop and as a reminder of how far I've come because it keeps my door open. You know, yeah. doors opening. No, I get Anyways, it. Anyways, um, so the double magnum though, the cork is like out now. Like you oh, can yeah, see no, it. Totally. Yeah. The, it's, the like wax to, is all cracked. The wax is all cracked. The cork came out. Like I got to dump it. And yeah. I'm kind of bummed. I think I'll just like fill it with sand. Yeah. Um, and keep using it. But yeah, anyways. So we last week we talked about... Last week we talked about... Storing wine. wine. Now this week we're going to talk about serving wine. Like what to do now that you have all this wine that you've been storing and that you want to... Um, you know, serve to people in your home. Yeah. You've, really, you've recently sort of gotten into wines. You're drinking uh, and experiencing experimenting and finding new things and you want to invite some friends over and you want to be like, I want to show these people what I've, what I've discovered or what's yeah. turned me on. And or even ha- if you're just alone drinking and you want to serve yourself some wine. Well, that's okay. All right. All right. I was gonna say that, isn't that just out of the bottle? You know, that's a common misconception <laughs> that, that, that that's the only way I drink wine. I actually do drink wine out of the glass alone as well. Um, so yeah, so let's go through this. I mean, I think the first part about, you know, serving wine, whether you're serving it for yourself or for however many people, it's important to know how much wine you need and how much wine is in a bottle. Yeah. What? Absolutely. How, how much wine is, so, is required? Yeah. How much wine is required? So first of all, the government says that, so let's, and we're talking about um, just the regular 750 milliliter um bottle of wine just so you know that's how much wine is in a regular bottle of wine yeah. 750 milliliters and, sorry and just to interject and legally there are limits you are only allowed to serve wine in certain size absolutely yeah so um s- the government says that the appropriate pour is five ounces and if you put five ounces into 750 milliliters that would mean that you get five glasses per bottle of wine but i call bullshit because no one wants a five ounce pour of wine. Yeah, no. It's like not a real, like no one wants that. I mean, that's like nothing. That's like barely, that's like a two taste for me. <laughs> you know, I, I. No, I mean, five ounces is a salt. I mean. Five ounces? No, we, you and I have never once poured a single five ounce glass of wine. You're more six ounce? I think so. Yeah. Here's what I say I don't, so the government. Especially when you're at home. Yes, exactly. Also, at a restaurant, if you give me five ounces, I'm like, fuck on out of here. Um, I want, I want at least six. God damn it. Yeah. Um, so what I think, how about, though, how about how about when they tell you it's six, but it's you know it's really five. Oh, of course, of course. That or when a- they say it's five, but it's definitely like three. Yeah. And you're like, I get better at like I can go like to a really shitty winery that's like stingy and get more wine than this. Like, at a oh, tasting. I was making a dick joke. Oh. Oh, I'm I'm sad that I missed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Sometimes you know, <laughs> you know. Sometimes I'm very focused. You wouldn't know it. Um. Anyways, I personally think that every bottle of wine has four glasses and a couple swigs in it. Yeah, I think that's a valid. I think that that's an accurate um, 
I'd say it's, you know what? It's safe. It's safe to assume it, you're getting four because you're not inviting people over and measuring out your pores to make sure that every person gets no, five ounces. No, what kind of sociopath would do that? Yeah, so I'd say, f- I'd say four glasses out of a bottle is a really safe way to play it. Yeah, and then there might be a little bit left for you to Ross test at the end, and that's great. And, I mean... I think that, um, yeah, you want to play it safe. You always want more wine rather than not enough wine. Yeah, you definitely don't want to be the person who invites people over and then runs out of wine. Or be the person that invites people or runs out of the wines that you allocated and then you open up something that you shouldn't, which is why you should always leave yourself malicious notes. Right, especially, yeah, because you've had a couple bottles and you're like, fuck it, let's do it. Wine is for enjoying with friends. (laughs) What... what is the time if not now? Isn't that what all the the rappers say? You know, yeah. YOLO. YOLO. Yeah, YOLO. Know. I'm too. I'm too old for that shit. Actually, I'm not that old. I don't I think anyone don't. talks. I don't think anyone says YOLO. I, no. people, I think people have forgotten that Drake. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No one wants that Drake anymore. Um, I mean, so when you're calculating how much wine you need, I think a personal thing that I do, which is maybe a bit gnarly. I mean, it also depends on the situation, but personally, I usually say a bottle per person if I'm having like a dinner party. I do the same. I measure the exact. I, I do. I use the same measurements. And I, some people, I've said this before, and I said this in my, my book and stuff. Which, by the way, if you're wondering about some basics on wine, I have a book for sale on Amazon. It will answer most of your questions that you're sending us. And it's a delightful, enjoyable read too. It's not like it's a. Thank it's not you. A Ed. Textbook. It's not a textbook. It's funny. Um, so. Some people are like, that's kind of intense. That's like a lot of money to spend. But it's like, if you're having a dinner party, I think that that's appropriate. And, if, you, and if, you, if you love wine. And you're not saying that like, yeah, I'm going to have four people over. I'm going to have four bottles of wine. It's not saying that everyone that you're going to drink four bottles of wine. It's just a safe, it's a safe measurement. Maybe you won't. Maybe you won't drink four bottles of wine. Maybe you'll only drink three. But you're hedging your bets. Exactly. You're hedging exactly. your bets. It's going to be a really fun night, and you are going to drink all Absolutely. that wine. Absolutely. And you've already allocated those four bottles to be consumed. So if you don't, it's bonus. You have those extra wines. But. Exactly. Um, if you're not into that vibe, though, I do have a, a mathematical equation for you that um, I, will, I will post. I, I wrote about this for BA, too, and it's in my book. But the math that I use is that you want to take the number of guests... And multiply it by the estimated glasses per person. And then you're going to divide it by four. Because that's how many glasses are for sure in a bottle. And that equals the number of bottles you need for your gathering. Okay? Yeah. So, and the reason I say estimated glasses per person is because some people don't drink as much as other people. If I'm coming over, you probably want a lot for Make like... Make that six. Yeah, you want a lot for me to have like at least a bottle for myself. Like I'm gonna need four glasses of wine if I'm coming over to your house. I mean, that's just that's like that's like apro. That's not even yeah. That's, that's not even dinner. Yeah, that's just normal shit. Um, so yeah, so number of guests multiplied by the estimated glasses per person divided by four equals the number of bottles you need. Now, obviously, if we're talking about like a backyard cookout, don't buy a bottle per person unless you're like really fucking rich. But like usually, I'll buy like I'll take the number of people divide it in half, buy that many bottles of wine, and then I buy a 30-rack of beer. Absolutely. I was just going to say, you can always dilute with beer because people, get... will, people will drink beer. Just, I, and I know that like some people are like, whoa, uh, you're all about natural wine, but like you drank Miller Lite. Like, and it's like, come on, guys. Like not One, not everyone's perfect. Two, sometimes you just got to get a 30-rack of fucking beer. Yeah, and also, like we do as much as we can. I also have an iPhone. 
Yeah, it's fine. We're all doing the best that we can. Like, I, I got a lot of shit for eating in and out yeah. a couple months ago, and it's like... <laughs> can I tell you the worst thing that I'm doing right now? What? I love plastic straws. Oh, my God. You got to get off that. <laughs> that is bad. You got to get some of the metal straws. I just love them. I, just, I love plastic straws more than I love sea turtles. Wow. Yeah, you heard it here but first. Do you, but do you love plastic straws more than you love the ocean entirely? Oh, I hate the ocean. Damn. Adam, we all right. Well, we're gonna move on from this because this feels like <laughs> this feels like a, this feels like a, a a contentious point. That no, I'm just I'm just joking. It's just it's it, it's been very <laughs> funny to me the 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 amount of straw hate that's like blown up in the last little bit. And I understand. I understand. I, I understand it. it. I just think it's funny. I know. Yeah. I um. I mean, the worst thing that I do is uh, I drink a lot of Lacroix. Yeah. Which someone called me out for on my Instagram because I was like. <laughs> Because I have this thing where I'm like, oh, I only buy, I have a rule with clothing. And most products I buy, I try to I try to uphold every product I buy to the same standards I uphold the wines I buy to. Yeah. But that's really fucking hard to do. But one thing I do it with that I think that most people are, this is their cop out. I do it with clothes. Like I only buy vintage or I buy from like sustainable companies or like local stuff and try my best to do that. But then I was like promoting this cool new line that um, entire world that like, not from, they just sent me some stuff and I'm like, this is awesome. Um, that is that are just focusing on these sustainable practices and like recycled fabrics and and um and organic world, entire world, entire world. Yeah, and they're really good price points too. And they do men and women. But anyways, and in that thing, someone was like, "Isn't Lacroix owned by the National Beverage blah blah blah? That's like Coca Cola and yada yada, like cool ethics." And I'm like, "Ugh." Oh my God, I can't, like, no one's perfect. Do you put gasoline in your car? I don't have a car, so. Whoa, what? Yeah, I sold my car, so everyone can suck my you sold dick. Your, you sold your car so you could drink LaCroix. Exactly. Yeah. Also, instead of saying suck my dick, I want to start saying, like, suffocate on my pussy. But, like, that's. It doesn't roll off the tongue as I know, easily. and it's very aggressive. You can't say lick my, like, lick my no, clit? No, no, I want it to be more aggressive, but it, I can't figure out how to use it yet. Anyways, that's beside the. Anyways, we really got. Off topic there. Um, so you could say lick my ass. I don't want it. I don't know about that. Cause you, I guess suck my dick is more like you're suck like, my dick is it's too. It's like I derive pleasure from you sucking my dick. Yeah. It, so it needs to be. It needs to be like this power. It's like it's a power move. Yeah, and like. But sucking my dick I'm is also. Think on this for suck, you. suck my dick has also become so casual. Yeah. Like it's sort of like when I was trying to explain to the Italians. Um, they they asked me like my use of the word dude. Yeah. And they did not get it. They're like, what is this dude word you use? You use it for men, they use it you use it for women, you use it in joy, you use it in in like in like in like a also in like a in like um you know, in a derogatory way. Yeah. You know, like when I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like or you know, whatever. And they did not get it. So Anyways, suck yeah, my dick. If in the, <laughs> the English language, you could probably write an entire book with just the word fuck and dude. Absolutely, and that's going to be my next book. You could I really wish like... you hadn't blown it, but it was supposed to be a surprise. <laughs> Anyways, all right, getting back on track, for real. So so you're serving this wine. You know exactly how much wine you need. Um, so let's talk about what you need in your house to actually serve some motherfucking wine. Yeah, what are the accoutrements, if you will? Ooh, I love it. Yeah. Say it again. Accoutrement. Accoutrement. That you need. So I bought I a bottle. I said that pretty well. Yeah, you sounded very French. Accoutrement. Accoutrement. Uh, so you're you 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 bought some you bought a case of wine from your local wine store. You're really excited. You bring it home. 
and you're like, now I want to do these wines justice, or I want to drink these wines in my house. How do I do it so that I'm doing it not out of a mason jar or cupped Which you in can. my two, right or cupped in my two hands? Well, no, just so you're comfortable with how, just so you have the things that you need. Because I think it's also important to note you don't need everything that people are trying to sell you. You do not need, absolutely 100% correct. You do not need little baby wine charms, you know, for your little wine glasses. You don't need. 7,000 different wine glasses for each bottle of wine that you purchase. You don't need electric wine openers. Like, so let's go through what you actually do need. So first of all, you need a wine key. Correct. Now, I personally am a fan of, I, I think that you need to have double hinged. The pull tab? Yeah, not necessarily by pull tab, but um, you need to have a double hinge. Yeah. So when I say double hinge, it's like basically, so a wine key is like, you know, it's not the corkscrew that looks like that has the two like chicken wings. Yeah, you not, know, not like, the one that not, you not the one that spin flops the head around. and you, you push the arms down. Yeah, and you're like, fly away, wine, fly yeah. away. Um, no, so a wine key, you know, is like one of these smaller, one of these smaller dudes. Um, and the double hinge, it's like it almost has an elbow, so it gives you more... Um, it gives you more uh, power when you're pulling out that cork, baby. And just to re- when we say wine key, uh, same thing as wine opener, Cor- yeah, corkscrew. corkscrew. It's just referred to as a wine key. Yeah, I mean, because you're unlocking. Oh, go on. I don't know. I was gonna say I couldn't, uh, you're I, unlocking an experience yeah. of of, of <laughs> epicurial proportions. It's uh, uh, for all those uh, young kids out there, the key master. Yeah. Mm. Keymaster. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's Rick the Rick Moranis. Moranis of, of <laughs> it's the Rick R- Moranis of. Uh, but the best part about the key, the wine keys, or the pull tab, or the not pull tab, or whatever, is they're inexpensive. Yes, and you want to have multiple ones of these in your house. Yeah, buy five of them. They're like nine bucks. Um, the one that I use is pull tab. Um, they're like nine bucks. They're probably poorly made, um, and someone's probably gonna be like. Where the ethics in you here? No, I think I think you. I honestly, no, I think some of them are made in America. Some of them. Well, I will say this: I did buy one stainless steel one that was made in Spain by a pull tab, but it was and it's all from one. It was all from the same piece, like it's yeah. all connected, and it broke almost immediately. Immediately, and it was like thirty bucks. They're always going to break. So, I have no, owned, but, this is, but the ten dollar ones. That's what I'm saying. I've owned from what is it, La Guia, La. La, La the, the, the LaGuardia? LaGuardia. The, the expensive French with the bumblebee. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had, you know, $300 ones. I've had uh, every single kind that possibly exists. And I always, always professionally went back to the $10 ones. Yeah. Because you lose them, you break them, they, you just, and you just replace There's, it. Yeah. I know that's not necessarily the most, you know, whatever, it, but it works. And it you just does. do it. I, I like to keep, I mean, I probably have, like, ten of them because I keep one, like, there's just one in, like, every corner of my yeah. house and, like, in all of my purses because for some reason someone always needs a wine key, me, many of those times. Yeah. Um, and they're just great. And, like, personally, you know, I've I've been sent, like, the electronic. Yeah, the super fancy the, gizmos. The super, yeah, I've been sent the super fancy gizmos and, like, you know, the rabbits and the, you know, all of those crazy things. And at the end of the day, like, I really, really love the pull tap. Not only because it's like just efficient, it's easy, it's small, like you can just, it's, it's so easy. Also easy to lose, that's why you need many of them because they are just, people take them and they just leave them somewhere, yeah. you know? Like you'll, you'll have a party and then three weeks later you'll find your favorite pull tap like behind a plant and you're like, what the, f- how'd this get here? Brad, never inviting Brad over. <laughs> um, 
And um, you're just so fucking hung up on Brad. Fuck fucking Brad. Brad, man. Um, I don't even really know any Brads anymore. Um, <laughs> hey, Brad, fuck you. No, I was gonna no, say I, also well, as a, as a psalm, like you. If you're traveling, yeah, and like it's in your pocket, and you're going through TSA, and you can't take it on the airplane with you, you're like, oh, it's all right. Yeah, Fucking you can just toss keep it. it. Yeah. It's not like this wine key that your mom or grandmother gave you that's two hundred and fifty dollars that, or like you inherited or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I remember where I was going. I really love these over like the electric ones and those things because it really retains like. And I know that screwed. I know that screw tops are actually better probably for the environment and all sorts of things. But it like the the double hinge wine key has it retains the ritual like popping of the cork, yeah. which is like such like a I don't I mean, I know that I kind of relate everything with to wine in a sexual fashion, but there's something like very like sexy and like ritualistic about like that like that pull and pop. Do you ever not use the Ooh. pull tab and like put the wine le- between your legs and just pull it out that way? Um I mean, I'm very small, so that doesn't normally work. Sometimes oh. I try to, but like my legs, don't, my thighs don't really. I've but now I just don't like. I, an I've found now that because in restaurants, like you don't, for whatever reason, you you're not supposed to do that in service. It's like considered very uh, déclassé, yeah, yeah, to like make a, a noise as you're pulling the cork out of the bottle. Mm. And I think that after so many years of that, like at home, all I want to do is like pull. I know. I love hearing it. Pull corks and make it pop. Yeah. And like, so I don't even, I'll just use the, the one that's like just a straight auger with like a T on top. Yeah. And just poop. And it just. It, and then you poop. <laughs> and then it's like. You said it. It's like poopity scoop. Scoopity poop, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, now, like, I put it between my legs and I just pull it really hard. And I, that for me now Lots is my favorite. Lots of stuff happening here. I wish restaurants did that. I bet that. you are pulling stuff from between your legs is yeah, your Yeah, I'm just like pulling. And I'm like, this, 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 this feels great. <laughs> I swear to God, it's six ounces. Yes. Um, so anyways, wine keys. Got to have them. Um, something else you need in your house is a decanter. Yeah, absolutely. If you're going to take wine seriously. and I mean, not, not, even, seriously. not even seriously. If you're going to drink wine in your home. Have a decanter. Have a decanter. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to spend a bunch of money on one. Like, I've used, like, just a pitcher. You know, like a, a, a juice pitcher. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know? I use. It, do you know? I use at home. I use. Uh, I don't know if there's a, 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 a milk in California, Los Angeles, that is still sold in glass bottles. Oh yeah, we have those. And so I'll decant into into the into that at my house. Nice. Yeah. And so here's the deal. Like, I know that decanting. You're like milk. And I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> I hate milk. It's gross. Um, I was probably because I was forced to drink it yeah. for every meal until I was like 15. Um. And beyond. Um, anyways, we don't have to go into <laughs> save that for, for therapy later. Um, so I know that decanting seems like some weird stuffy thing that used to be done by like just like the old guard and whatever. Like a candle. And yeah, and like also like in these like sculptural like yeah. ice looking things. You know, Hand like blown snakes. Says the person that has a decanter that's shaped like a globe. That's true. <laughs> on my on my mantle. It was given to us as a gift, and it's pretty cool. And we just have scotch in there. Anyways, that's beside the point. Um, decanting, though, especially with natural wines, I think is really important because um, not that you have to do it, but if something tastes off to you, just throw it in a decanter. Like, it's never going to hurt it. It's not going to get worse. It's not going to get worse. Well, no, it'll get worse, but it's not going to get better. Yeah, no, 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 it can get better. It can get better. And it can get worse, actually. 
But the thing that <laughs> now that we're talking about it. But the thing is though is like so for example with natural wine like if you're experiencing a lot of VA on the nose, throw it in a decanter. It can blow off. If you're experiencing a little bit of prickly, sort of slightly carbonated, just ever so slightly effervescent, throw it in a decanter. It'll work itself out. That's secondary fermentation. It'll, it'll go away. Or if, um, you know, maybe a wine is a bit too tannic when you first open it or a bit too acidic when you first open it, throw it in a decanter. And a lot of that stuff can settle out. So my kind of rule of thumb is like, when in doubt, if something tastes off, throw it in a decanter. Yeah. Just throw it in there. Because also, too, if the wine is going to turn to shit in the decanter, it was going to turn to shit no matter what. That's what I was going to That's what I meant when I said it can't get worse. Like it, it can't get it's worse. It's going the direction it's, it's going. Yeah, exactly. And it, it can't, it, it will get, if it's going to get better, it will get better. If it's going to get worse, it was already going to get worse. Yeah, it's like my thought, like if I ever, I'm a weird person and I always, uh, I'm scared. I'm never going to go skydiving, but I have a fear. Me neither. Of, I have a fear of skydiving without, and my parachute not uh, pulling. Yeah. But my, if, it's like it's not going to get better. I'm going to hit the ground, so I might as well masturbate. Wow! I did not see where this was. going. Do you going. know what I mean? Like, I I mean no, but sure. I mean no, yeah. like if if like my parachute's not coming out and I'm falling to earth, I'm dying. I'm hitting the yeah, ground. Yeah, dead. yeah, yeah. Might as well enjoy those last fucking. 30 you might seconds. at least try to enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, what's the? It's not getting better. I don't know so if this is one of your better... So is like masturbating while free-falling out of an airplane without a parachute. <laughs> no, it's not, though, because, like, decanting... But decanting can also be, like, free-falling out of an airplane, thinking that your parachute's not going to go off, masturbating, and then your parachute does go... And then climaxing. Yeah, and it's the best day of your life. <laughs> yeah. I and guess. then you're just ejaculating over San Diego. Yeah, it's great. That's That's... Wow, all right. There we go. That was... I, I'm like impressed with how that just went down. Um, yeah, so decanting, it's a thing that's a lot. If you don't think your skydivers are masturbating, you're wrong. I, all I can think about is like when I went to go watch my dad skydive and I'm like, <laughs> no, like, well, no, oh God. Okay, moving on from decanting. Oh, wait, actually, I have a quick uh, anecdotal story about uh and I know every time I'm like, I have a quick story. I'm going to talk for 10 minutes. Um, last summer, I brought back a um, one of the um, Ribolo wines from Italy. And I was letting it hang out in my fridge for a while. Because after, if a, if a wine has just been traveled, like over, like, you know, in an airplane or a car or whatever, like a long distance, you want to let it sit and, and chill out because the motion and, and all that shit fucks with it. It gets, um, it gets bottle shock. So, but I opened this bottle that was absolutely fucking incredible and perfect in Italy. And I was like, huh, this is tasting really bitter right now. Like, just, I don't know why. I didn't know why. I couldn't explain it. I was like, this is just tasting bitter. And so I threw it in a decanter and put it in the fridge. And five hours later, it tasted perfect. It worked itself out. Yeah. And so you also don't know how long something is going to take to decant. So when serving, I say, you know, you know, if it, it, you need at least 30 minutes to decant something. Yeah. So if, um, you know, you're going to serve something for dinner, you should probably open it a little early, see if it needs to get thrown in there, keep testing it, keep tasting it, and if it's still tasting weird, you know, let it, let it figure itself out, but, like, also give it time. Like, sometimes a wine only needs, like, 15 minutes to decant. Other times, it may be a weird fucking Italian wine that needs five hours decanted in your refrigerator for it to taste awesome. 
So, and yeah, and you don't need like a decanter. Like I said, you can use, I've used va- like a vase before. Like I just have like a wide mouth vase, whatever. It doesn't matter. As long as the, all you really need out of a decanter is that the wine has more air than it's currently getting out of its 750 milliliter bottle. Yeah, the reason why they're shaped like that is surface area. It's getting yeah. as much surface area as possible. Absolutely. Moving forward, um, talking about chilling some wines. Yo, bro. Chill. Yeah, you want it, you want your wine to be super chill? Just come and hang out with me and Adam. Yeah, yeah. roll up some fat doobies. Yeah, and just uh, throw you on know. some Sublime and just chill, bro. Wow, Sublime. I was gonna at least say like dubstep, but I mean, yeah, yeah, it works. Both work. I don't practice Santeria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chill, bro. That just wine's chill, so yeah. chill. Is Sublime gonna make a comeback? No, he died. I mean, like, just in general, like, are people gonna be like, I wonder if it's like, oh, if are people gonna be like, forty ounces of freedom is, is the amazing. best album of <laughs> yeah, our generation. Of our generation, no, it's gonna be like Generation like ZZ that says it. <laughs> I'll put. Like, I think. You, I mean, I already feel that way. What did Sublime was? <laughs> I used to hate Sublime, and then I stopped being ironic, and I love Sublime. I just really like the Santeria song. That was, yeah. that was a big hit for me in like eighth grade. Um, anyway. <laughs> so anyway, chilling wine. So chilling wine also, we're not just talking about whites. Like we've talked about in the past, both Marissa and I serve all of our wines with a chill. All of them. So yeah, most, um, so when we're talking about red wines, for example, I like to serve, I like to keep mine at 54, which is around, I, I like to just keep that shit cold and then let it warm to room. Yeah. Um, because you kind of get to see an entire, um, um, evolution of flavors and things like that. You don't have to serve it at 54. I mean, I usually will like pull a red out and let it hang for a little bit before serving. Um, but yeah, but with, you know, we're talking about if a wine is, you know, let's say you have like a rosé, like we, uh, let's say you have a Candeli uh, Verano Rosé yes. that you just got from Psychic Wines that just opened this week um, here in Los Angeles. Or I guess it'll be last week by the time you hear this. Um, and you need to chill it now. You're about to do a podcast, and you gotta get this wine cold. Now, what are you gonna do? Stat. Stat. Bro, this isn't chill. I need to chill my wine. Yeah, this isn't chill. It's gotta be chill, bro. Uh, uh, slurry. Yeah, so, Adam, while I'm pouring this wine, explain what that means. So, uh, a slurry is a mix of ice and water. I know, crazy. No, crazy. because, well, because here's the deal. Like, even at restaurants, sometimes they'll just bring you out a, a bucket, bucket of, of ice. A bucket of ice doesn't work. A bucket of ice does not work. What happens is the ice traps air. That air, uh, we're all familiar with the concept of an igloo, right? And when we were kids, we are like, how does an igloo work? It's ice. But what happens is that air inside the igloo can stay warm. So you have warm pockets when it's just ice. So it's not as cold as it can be. Ice water it, like, is, is, has a, is colder. It's so, colder and it's also like being continuous continuously it touches cold. The surface area of the water touches every Everything. part of the bottle. Absolutely. And also too when you're so when you have your um wine in your slurry of ice and water, you also want to be rotating it. Correct. And also take some time to like also flip it over. Obviously if the wine so you're is like open. the wine is is mixing and moving and some people yeah. add um if you're like really in a fucking hurry, you can add like kosher salt or salt to your slurry. Say, yeah. And that, that what that does is it, it it lowers the freezing point, but I, I got to say like we're talking about minutes here. You're not yeah, it's not about that like, big of a deal. It's yeah, you're literally talking about like a seven minute versus 
five and a half. Also, to too, it's like, minutes. do you want to have a bunch of salt in your shit? Then you got to like wash it. Yeah, it's a whole for real. I mean, otherwise, then you just dump it. Um, personally, um, I'm a big fan of. I have like these marble um, marble chiller guys, um, and marble naturally retains um, a cooler temperature. Um, that's why like um, pastry chefs and stuff use those yeah. marble. Um, marble, basically, I don't even know what they're called since I don't do these things. They're not cutting boards, but they're like rolling. They're yeah, they roll rolling. their dough out yeah. on marble. On marble. So um, I use marble I use marble chillers, and um, I just keep them in my freezer. And then I pull them out when I need a wine. And yeah. then they retain the, the, the chill of the wine. I, um, I, use, so I, I use just restaurant equipment, basically. I use a, a bain-marie pot. Which is like a little just basic. But, but I think that a lot of people use those. Maybe, maybe. I think so. But I don't. Really, it just needs to be a vessel that can hold your Wait, wine. And just so for and those of you that don't know what a Bain Marie thing is, because I I didn't. I was like, what are you talking about? And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. It's like a stainless steel little like. It's just a, a stainless steel. A, a Bain Marie is like double broiler, so it's usually like. Uh, like a chafing dish almost, I think is also a Bain Marie. But anyway. If you don't know anything about cooking, because I don't, um, the only thing I know about cooking is from Top Chef and my husband. And um, But they're basically just like stainless steel kind of cylinders. They're Correct. not. They're not, um, they're not really wide. They're, they're more, I, I mean, right there's now. There's different sizes. Yeah, there's, yeah, anyways. But so. yes, it's just basically a stainless steel. And I think steel holds temperature really well too. Yeah, I mean, it sweats, which is probably yeah. the biggest problem. But other than that, like my problem too <laughs> is. But other than that, like uh, you know. But this goes back to something I wanted to talk about, which which was so it does sweat. So I always have rag. Like I always because Adam a, also sweats. I always have a wine rag. Like yeah. I, I don't know if this comes from restaurant service. I don't know where this. But Doug does, Doug Swim, who um, <laughs> has been mentioned on the pod a couple times, um, who is a uh, rep for Amy Atwood, he carries. Rags, like Always. he has like washcloths with it. He has like yeah. these like superhero little rag washcloths. He takes it. That makes it sound weird. It's not. It's it's adorable. That's for when he's skydive masturbating. It, oh my god, no! Don't he's gonna hear that and be really upset. Doug does not skydive masturbate, or maybe he does, and great for him. Um, no, but I always, I always, whenever I'm serving one, I always have a rag on the table too, especially if I have red because it drips and yeah. whatever, or the bottle is sweaty, or you pull it out of your slurry and it's all wet, and you just wipe it down real quick. But I always yeah. have that 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 rag around. You want that too, especially if you have like for me, um, um, I get made fun of a lot because I'm a coaster person. She is a very like not only coast, she's a coaster placemat. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sorry, I got my. I got my table custom built, so I'm like, mm, you're not putting your sweaty ass fucking LaCroix on this fucking table. <laughs> like a wine glass is fine on it, but like, you know, I, I want to keep I have all wood furniture and to keep it, you know, looking good. You know, you, you can't have water stains on it. Um, so having a rag around is great. You don't want to, you know, then you can also like clean up weird shit that your guests have been leaving around and then be like, yo, here's a coaster, motherfucker. Um, yeah, coasters. I like the coasters. I think it's a solid move. Thank you. Thank you. It's an adult move. I appreciate move. it. I, it's an adult move. In this room right now, I can see one, two, three, four sets of coasters. No, yeah. They're everywhere. I, they're everywhere. I'm it's sorry. like a squeegee in the shower. Yeah, exactly. It's an adult move. It is. It is. Grow the fuck move. up, people. You don't need them for wine, but in Grow life, just get, just get it. Up. Yeah. Um, so the next thing you want to invest in are some wine stoppers. Um, Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. No, you definitely want to invest in some wine stoppers because sometimes, you know, if you pull a cork out, 
it might expand and then you can't get it back in. Also, for whatever reason, corks just fucking disappear. They're gone. I have no idea what happened to they it. They just leave. They're like socks in the dryer. Yeah, it's so bizarre. You're like, you li- you just open, maybe you subconsciously threw it away and you didn't realize it, but like, I just, I'll be like, where the fuck did the cork go? Or I'm like, where the fuck did the cork go? And then I'm like, where's the wine opener? And then two weeks later, I'm like, this fucking cork and wine opener. Fucking Brad. Ugh, Brad, dude. Um, always Brad. It's always going to be Brad Never now. trust a Brad. I don't, you know what? Maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. There's a lot Is of. Is there ever going to be a Brad president? No, I can't do that because we, we have fucking that. Donald Trump. Yeah, I know. So yeah, we, actually, the, the answer is also, yes. Also, not all Brads are bad. I don't want to set a precedent. Not all Brads are bad. Brads can be great guys. I, I'm Who? sure. Brad Pitt seems. He's not a great guy. We, we don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great looking guy. That's <laughs> no, true. He's not really my type. He's just like quintessentially Brad Pitt. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. Brads are fine. We're not here to shit on Brads. Um, but Chads. No, but no. Chads. Unless your name is Chad Hines. Um, oh, yeah. I love see, you, See, this Chad. is the problem. We can't, yeah, you can't right. say names. Anyways. Um, so you want wine stoppers. And also, too, you just want to kind of get something that I try to encourage people to do is get in the habit of, like, when you open a bottle of wine that you're not decanting, get in the habit of corking it after you pour and putting it in your fucking fridge. That is how you're going to maintain like its freshness even throughout drinking it. You're, you, this is more, maybe less, this is maybe less uh, a dinner party and more like you dr- enjoying a bottle of wine. Yes, yes. If it's like you and your, you know. Significant other. Or like the person you're fucking or whatever, yeah. you know, like just, you know, pour yourself a big eight, big, <laughs> uh, pour yourself an eight ouncer, hit that Netflix yeah. and fucking or chilling, whatever. I mean, let's be real. It's Netflix and fucking. That's what that is, isn't it? Or maybe it is actually just chilling. I don't know. It's both. It's fine. Whatever you're doing with Netflix and wine, like, I don't care. Um, I love chilling and fucking and all those things. Um, but yeah, if it's just you and maybe one other person or you by yourself. Get in the habit of yeah, corking it, throw it in the fridge. fridge keep it fresh. It's um, also going to prevent you from like, crushing all your wine immediately. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be a little bit more uh, restraint in your consumption. Absolutely. Um, I forget the name. Oh, I'm into these ones called the Capabungas. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, they're called Capabungas. Um, They fit on most um, wines. Um, Sometimes they they don't. They say that they're for everything, but I find on some sparkling. Do they have Magnum versions? I don't know. I'm I'm sure that they do. That was also a dick joke. Um, well, I was about to make another dick joke about like the wine condom stoppers that I got. Yeah. Have you seen these? I got the most disturbing PR email. <laughs> Hold on. I got it. I mean, this is, I, I promise you this is worth it. It's going to take me one second to look it up. I promise you. So there's these wine condoms that my, um, my father's new wife got me for Christmas. And I was like, cool. These are funny, I guess. Thank you. Um, and Did you get them from like a Spencer? Did you get them from like a Spencer's or like an Oz or something? I don't know, but. This is the PR email I got from this company. Um, And you can imagine my surprise. This is just the subject line. I won't read you anything else. Mother and son make condoms together. Dash, dash. Wine condoms, that is. And I'm like, what? What? Like, I was mortified to wake up. I mean, like, I'm waking up to that at, you know, know, it's like New York time. So it's like, so they send it to me like 6 a.m. my time. And I wake up and I'm like, why am I getting an email? about? Anyways, ugh. Incest uh-uh. porn is very hot right now. I know. I was like, I it's can't. It's so popular. I don't know why. I don't get it. It's I don't. It's just, ta- it's because it's, we need another taboo and like gaping and all that shit's already been done. Whatever. Yeah. So incest is the new taboo. 
Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I don't want to hate it. I know. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I don't want to. It's fine. I don't want to. I, I mean, yeah. it's not fine. It's it's. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. What's it called? I don't want to like I, fetish. Like uh, I, I don't want to like talk down on anyone's. Uh, sexual no, they can, preferences exactly. like they can do like they, whatever they like I just find it bizarre that it's I so I think popular. it's just like a taboo thing it's like it's like ooh the most forbidden because now the internet is full of all these things that used to be forbidden but now really aren't you know right there's nothing that's it's got to be conceptual it can't be physical yeah exactly because like everything physical has already been done right you've seen everything physical oh, exactly that makes sense. That makes so sense. now so like that's the next that's yeah. the next frontier is like wh- I mean like what is any, anyways yeah. so um, yeah wine stoppers get them Wine condoms, uh, I haven't <laughs> used them because I'm very creeped out by them because they also come in like a little wrapper. Oh, really? They're, oh, like, yeah. they're like actual little condoms. They're actual little condoms and it weirds me the fuck Strangely, out. I bet they work really well. I'm if sure they're like they look, tight rubber. Yeah, I'm sure they work amazing. It just like, I got them, but then I got that email and now I'm fucking weirded yeah. do out. Do they do them in sheepskin? Because I'm allergic to latex. <laughs> um, I have not gotten that far. <laughs> um, so there's that. Now, this is something, another tool that a lot of people have been asking me about lately is the Coravin. Coravin. Now, I own a Coravin, Adam. I own a Coravin. Uh, yeah, so the Coravin. Uh, the Coravin is actually something I think I've seen more and more in restaurants, um, but it's, it's, it, I think it's intended for home use as well. But it's basically, it's a, um, it looks like a very heavy-duty drug implement almost. Yeah, it looks like you're going to shoot the gnarliest heroin into your tiniest, tiniest yeah, little... Yeah, like you're like, elbow. I need it as fast as possible. It's like I weigh a, 100 pounds. It's got this giant needle, and then... And then this tiny clamp. Yeah, and it's got a little clamp, and you it, it uses a, an argon canister. An argon is heavier than oxygen, so what it's doing is it's sitting on top of the wine, uh, preventing oxidation, and you basically pour through the cork. So you're using the needle that looks gnarly, and you're piercing the cork through to the bottle. And then pulling out. And you're pulling, yeah, pulling the wine out using the argon and everything. And so the, the premise is you're never actually opening the bottle of wine. The argon sits on top of the wine, prevents oxidation, and you can have something that lasts for a really long time. As a personal use item, I have found it's a little bit unnecessary. Yeah, I thought that I would be using it a lot more than I do. I, I think that it makes so much sense in a restaurant situation. Um, but for home use, I've found it to be more cumbersome than anything else because I'm usually opening a bottle of wine and, like, if I'm not drinking at all because I'm, like, you know, <laughs> working, uh, you know, I'm sharing it. Like, my husband's going to drink it, whatever. And... The thing with it is that once you pop, like once you put that argon canister yeah. in in the Coravin, it's it starts losing air. So if you're not using it regularly, you're kind of losing money on the well, canisters. They make so the, the 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 actual. I think they sell several different types, but like the actual Coravin, it's like a couple hundred bucks or like a hundred bucks. Yeah, and then the canisters are like. I don't know, like $10 a piece almost or something. They're yeah. expensive. So if you're not like, for me, because I, I genuinely thought I was going to use it a lot in in because there's some days where I have to, like today I'm supposed to probably review like five wines. I'm like, oh fuck, I don't need to open all those. But at the same time, I often need a lot more than, or not a lot more, but like I need more than what a Corvin is pouring out. You know, like I need, I just need the bottle open. And um, yeah, it's. I'd say if you're like, if you're somebody that's, 
it, it takes you a week to drink a bottle of wine. Yeah, if you, maybe it makes sense. But if you're drinking a bottle of wine in two days, or I, there's a couple of you and you drink a bottle of wine in the evening, it's really it's not necessary. I don't think it's I, I as a consumer as a as a wine professional and as, if you're working in the wine industry. Um, I think it's a really, really, yeah, really... Yeah, a lot of reps use it. So many reps use it, and yeah. it's so smart in that capacity. For me personally, and as someone that, you know, I, I don't... I mean, first and foremost, I'm a consumer that, you yeah. know, and as a consumer, I don't think it's necessarily... Uh, it's not a necessity. But, I mean, if maybe if I lived alone... You know, like if I lived alone, I didn't have... Like, you know, if Ben wasn't coming home every night and, like, helping me finish the bottle, it might make more sense... Yeah, yeah, it makes it, it makes if you own four cats, you probably should own a Coravan. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> and shout out to my sister. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, but the, but there's no but like only love for the Coravan. I think it's actually like a genius product. No, it makes sense in certain scenarios. I have a lot of people ask me about it actually in my personal life for some reason. I've been having so many people ask me about and it. And I I just it makes sense for certain things and I just want people to it's expensive so I want people to buy it who need it not people who buy it because they think they need it. Exactly. And also too uh, going back to the canisters, you know there's been times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to use this, and then I don't, and then it's like, then I'm just wasting. Yeah, these you just wasted fifteen or ten dollars or however well, much that canister was. Well, also too, just like extra waste. Like yeah. I'm just now I'm just throwing away a canister that like I bought for nothing, and like now it's just like probably. I mean, I may put it in the recycling bin, but God knows what happens with. It's those like things. having a membership to a gym that you pay monthly and you never go to. Yeah. While skydiving and masturbating. Yeah. Um, so we didn't talk about, and I think we need to get to, is how do we consume this wine? Yeah, so we waited to talk about stemware, which is probably what everyone's like waiting for us to actually talk about. Because I think that stemware is, um, or glassware, is a kind of probably the biggest part of this conversation. I get asked about what kind of glasses I use all the time. It's probably, it's one of the top questions I get asked. And personally... I'm very, 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 very much about having a universal glass that you use for every single type of wine, whatever the wine is. Yes. I, I Look, I'm going to say something that could be slightly, uh, but the different wine glasses is mostly marketing. The different wine glassing is not only marketing, but it's like impossible to upkeep that shit. Like, my problem with the different wine glasses really is that you always end up with like three Pinot Noir glasses, like five Burgundy glasses, one champagne flute, and two white wine glasses. And then you're like, well, fuck, I can't, I don't have a full set of anything to serve. Yeah, you no, know? absolutely. Abs- and then also it's like... Because people break shit. Like, don't like, don't act like, like I mean, I break, I'm, I am not the primary glass breaker, believe it or not, in my house. But like, for example... I was having a lot of people over one night and all my wine glasses were like on my sink counter. Yeah. And a a girl, a woman I know, jumped up on my counter and then all of the glasses just slid off and all broke into Ugh. my sink. Like like 15 glasses. That's awful. And so for me, the thing that I look for in a wine glass is something that is universal that can hold anything. Um I personally like having stems, but not everyone is a part of that gang, which we'll get to, I think, in a minute. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of stems, and I want something that's easily replaceable. So the wine glass that I choose that I, like, serve in my, like, I con- like my everything glass um, is the Crate and Barrel Red, coincidentally called Natty. Yeah. It's the Natty Red Wine Glass. And you know what? I love them because it's $28 for a set of eight. 
you know, and, and they're like $3 a pop. So if someone does break one, you know, it's You easy. get out Venmo, they give you $3. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's you know well yes, and then you go buy yourself another yeah. wine glass. Or what I always have done is like every year for Christmas, I just ask my dad for a set of one, uh, one set of these glasses. So I just keep one set in my because it's twenty eight dollars. Yeah, you so. keep it on, you keep it on lock. Yeah, I just keep it in my closet, and like when one breaks, boom. Yeah, another absolutely. One. It's like an easy thing to ask for. I think Riedel makes an equivalent, and I think yeah. that Schatzfiesel makes an equivalent. They all have these sort of. I think they're considered like restaurant. Uh, quality or restaurant? Yeah, these aren't restaurant quality, but that's fine. No, but they're they're hearty. What I mean, these they're, are they're yeah. like these are hearty. They've got some. They're not. They they're weight. not like thick, but they've got. They some, got a little weight to them. Yeah, because I do have Zaltos as well. So I got Zaltos um, for as a wedding present. I didn't I didn't put them on my wedding registry, but my very dear friend and like basically surrogate older brother Kashi Coletti, who does um, Ashes and Diamonds wine, he sent me Zaltos as a wedding present. And I actually, I, I wrote a piece about them for, because I was like, what the fuck? These, these can't be that much better because they're $60 a fucking piece. Yeah. Like, um, and he got me a set of the universal glasses. And they are fucking incredible. They are. It's like it's like holding angels. Yeah, and the wine is better out of them. But I don't really pull those out unless I'm working or I'm with people I really trust with wine that I really love. They're not my everyday So glasses. I've never seen them, to be honest. That's not true. <laughs> we drank them for my birthday. That's not true. Um, I'm joking. No, but it's unnecessary. I would say 99% of the time that you're consuming wine, maybe 90% of the time, it's they're slightly unnecessary. Unless you're fucking rich and yeah. you love wine. I mean, then all the power to you. Buy all so, the- I mean, for me, I don't even use a wine glass at home most of the time. I'm mostly a juice glass drinker, so I use little... Little, um, they're really cute. You always have like cute. Like, yeah, little they're little. Guys. They're technically they're mustard glasses. <laughs> so in France, uh, they they serve a lot of mustards that, and then the mustard is now uh, when you're done with the mustard, it's and a you gl- drink it. It's a glass. Oh, okay. You wash it, and it's it's now a glass. And there's a a company that uses that puts little cartoon characters on the glasses, and so I've been collecting those since I was a little kid. And they're great. So I have I have a ton of them, but at home, it's just me. It's my wife. We're eating dinner, watching a movie or whatever, and we just drink out of the little juice glasses. If we're drinking something a little bit more serious, then we pull out our wine glasses. But what wine glasses do you have? We have shots of Esol. Nice. Um, and then, but yeah, like most nights, it's out of the juice glass. My so my thing about that though, I don't like using stemless glasses. Well, we know how you are about coasters. Yeah, I don't like using stemless stemless because then I have to use a coaster. For my wine, which I with when you have a stem when you have stemware, like you don't really have to use a coaster, um, unless I guess it's like dripping everywhere and you're a messy ass fucking person. And, like get the <laughs> fuck out of my house. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm pretty OCD. <laughs> um, I don't like them though because I don't. I, I personally don't. I mean, I'll drink out of uh, stemless glassware. I'm not like a bitch about it. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you, how dare yeah, you? Yeah, how dare you? Oh my god. But um, you know. My thing with stemless is that you're warming the wine with your hand. Yeah. So, like, because, and for those of you that don't know, how to hold a stem, like, if you... Absolutely. Oh, God, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, because a lot of people hold, so you don't want to hold, so the reason I don't like stemless glassware is because it warms the wine with your hand, because you have your hand around the glass. Now, a lot of people still hold wine glasses that have stems around the bowl of the glass. Yeah, the stem is the handle. So what you want to do, the way to do it, and it's going to feel awkward for a minute, but it's going to change your life, and then you'll just it'll become a habit, is you want to have your thumb on the stem, and then you want to have the 
your index through your ring finger um, on the stem as well. And then you put your pinky under the, the base of the stem. Yeah. And then that allows you the stability to swirl and smell. And then you also don't get your glass all dirty. Oh God! You know what I also don't like is when it's all or the greasy, wine when it gets all greasy. I know, it's and disgusting. you look at their glass and it's like, have you been eating fried chicken? Why is it so greasy? Yeah, exactly. It's disgusting. And what did you do? And also, too, quick is that tip: Bath and Body Works cucumber no, lemon it's lotion. It's not. It's Love Potion. It's Bath and Body Works Love <laughs> Potion all the way. All the way. Um, like, why is it so greasy? I think it's just because people are hot and they're just like you know grabbing it. But yeah, so you destroy people's glasses. Um, and it just takes a lot more washing. And like I said, I'm OCD about these sort of things. But quick hot tip about glassware, like with, because for example, I have a lot of friends with lips that wear lipstick. Balm. Or lip balm, yeah. And if you're doing that, when you have your fingers with your, with your thumb and then your pinky underneath, it also helps you drink from the same part of the wine glass. So there's so, not like so marks all over? So it's not marks all over. It's like oh. you can then just drink it without your lipstick or a lip balm getting all over the glass. Um, but if you do, if you are a host and you have someone that has greasy hands and lipstick everywhere, um, do wipe wipe it all off with white vinegar before cleaning it. Yeah. Like white vinegar is the only it's thing. It's not going to, it's the, the, the if, lipstick if, is fucked. If your glasses are are um, dishwasher safe, the dishwasher is not, not going to get, get it off. You, so what I do, but also again, like I said, I'm crazy about cleaning shit. But then this is the problem, though, because if because when the glasses get really dirty, you know, and then you're having to scrub them, then that you break leaves, them. Well, no, and then you, it also leaves marks on the inside of them. It leaves like swirl marks from from being cleaned. Oh, like scratches. and Yeah, stuff? like scratch. I also I also <laughs> find that when I'm like actually like when I, sometimes you have a wine glass and maybe I'm not as clean I'm not I'm not as clean as you, so maybe a day. I'm also crazy though. Maybe so. a day has gone by and I haven't taken I haven't washed the glass yet. So there's like a red wine glass. So yeah. it's got a little bit of Dude, that, that stuff yeah. stuck on the bottom and it stains and you go to scrub it and you're in the sink and you're going to scrub it and then snap and you break it. Yeah, yeah. Also too, with Zaltos, they say that they're dishwasher safe. I don't no, I don't believe any wines or wine glasses are not dishwasher safe I no put, matter what put, they say. Okay, so I put the crate and barrel ones in the dishwasher Yeah, and it's fine. I've only had one break and it was fine because then I paid $3. Yeah. Or I went to my closet and got another one out. So those are so that's also but also wait, but hold on. Main main event of stemware after we've had like our personal preferences, it doesn't fucking matter. It's true. Like it really doesn't fucking matter. Like, you know what, if you have one champagne flute, four burgundy glasses, you know, what like and two white wine glasses. And a mustard glass. And a mustard glass. That is totally fine. And anyone that gives you shit about what you're serving your wine in. He's a fucking asshole. If you can't enjoy wine unless it's per- poured in a in a sixty dollar uh, 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 like if you are incapable of enjoying it if it's not poured in that then maybe you shouldn't be drinking wine. Yeah, and and as a host, like, don't worry about like I don't want this to seem like oh my god I need to go out and buy like X Y Z glasses or anything. No, you like universal glasses are the best, but if not a universal glass. Just serve it with what you have, yeah. and you know, gracious guests are always like they don't fucking care. I mean, to get I a don't little, care a little crafty, a can opener, and a couple of uh, lacroix cans, and you've got some stemware. <laughs> I'm like, have you like? That's like the "It's Always Sunny" episode where they use diet coke cans. Oh no! Yeah, yeah there you go. Exactly. Um, Do that. 
Yeah, I, I, so it's it really doesn't matter. Like it, at the end of the day, like even though I was like, oh, I'm I'm I personally like am, am not a fan of stemless. I don't go to Adam's house and I'm like, oh no. No, Marissa brings her own glasses. With I'm her. like, hold on, let me get my <laughs> let me. It's like it's like I take out what looks like one of those like bong. Yeah, you see, like <laughs> the those bong case, like the bong case, but it's just for one Zalto, and I'm <laughs> like, I will have my wine in this, please. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and. You know, and also, too, like, all of these things that we talked about today, it's not, they're not deal breakers. No, they're not set in stone. Like, if you want to use an electric wine opener, use a fucking electric wine opener. Yeah. If you want to use mason jars, use mason jars. If you want to, you know, I, I, I don't fucking know, like, you know. Decant into a swirly snake. What's a swirly snake? Like those weird decanters oh, that are yeah, all, like, yeah, crazy yeah, looking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Do what you... Do it. Do it, but you know, just realize have a it's good not time. necessary. Realize it's not necessary. Realize that there are some things that will make, you know, your wine experience maybe easier in terms of serving. Yeah, absolutely. And more um, streamlined. Yeah. But they're not end all be all rules. No, 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 definitely not. The only rule of the wine is to enjoy it. I mean, yeah. I drink out of the bottle. Every day. Yeah, you mean yeah? I'd say enjoy. I'd say the only rule of of wine is, yeah. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah. And the only thing that we're talking about today with serving wine is like how to. This is maybe just like how to how to have a how to help your guests or yourself enjoy wine maybe a little bit more than you have been. Yeah, you got into wine and now you want to you know you want to masturbate while skydiving. Yeah. I, just, I still don't want to do that. I don't know. You don't want to do that. It's not skydiving. It's more like... Uh, do you have a fear of falling? Oh, my God. So huge. I have a huge fear of falling. It's like my big phobia. Yeah. It's not about heights. It's about falling. Yeah. It's like in, in dying. Yeah. So just remember... I'm going to have to masturbate anytime I start to fall and die. Yeah. So like if you're ever like on... Wait, wait. wait if you're ever visiting a tourist attraction that's really high... No. You're going to have to be masturbating No. The here's the deal. Time. This is what... <laughs> All right. Now that we're at the end of the pod, I can tell this. I can tell a, this is another another quick anecdote from Marissa Ross. It's never quick. Um, two summers ago, went backpacking on a seven day backpacking trip through Yosemite. Yeah. Through the loops, right? And we at one point have to go down what has to be like a like I don't what is it's not a ninety degree. It's not like a it's not like a ninety degree angle, but it's like a very 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 steep. Downcline, yeah, not an incline, a downcline, and it's a fucking rock face, yeah. And I start to have a panic attack while I'm like going down this thing, even though I have like you know the appropriate gear and all that shit. But it's like also I'm a small woman, I have this like huge pack on me, and I'm going down probably like a seventy degree. It's still scary. It's, yeah, it's terrifying. Scary. So and when I have anxiety attacks like this, um, I cry, but my face doesn't actually really move it's just like i'm just tears. weeping. it's just tears like and i'm weeping and then i got to the bottom and i like luckily my aunt had a sedative which then really embarrassed me later um at dinner because i was the only person that meal packed her wine so obviously i was gonna still drink my wine and even though i had a sedative and then i was not making any sense to anyone but that's beside the point the point is that i should have masturbated down that entire exactly. goddamn incline since i already thought i was gonna die if you were jerking off the whole way down ben was already holding on to me so i could have been like Ben, hold me. I got to get this done. <laughs> it doesn't matter that my aunt and my uncle and my cousins and like a bunch of strangers well, are Well, according to Pornhub, that makes it hotter. 
Appar- apparently, I mean, yeah. So you're just, you're just. Actually, I really fucked up, is what you're saying. Yeah, like, I that- should have been masturbating while crying in front of my family while going down a. Uh, uh, yeah, a, a, a seventy degree incline on a rock face, and like my yeah, and my you would have <laughs> it would have made it better. Anyway, so uh, master, <laughs> if you think you're gonna die, just masturbate. Just masturbate, and don't forget to enjoy wine, no matter what. Yeah, no matter what. Is that it? No, Rick Morty. No, nothing. I mean, no, we can stop. I think we can stop. I mean, like, I mean, the gardeners are outside. All right, we're so. stopping. All right, we're gonna go. Bye. Bye.